Hey yo, just a quick heads up. I am launching a new group program called Peak. It's P E A K, uh, where I'm going to help you and a class of 10 people build an online business you'll love from the things you are passionate about, the things you are uh, experienced in, the opportunities you are aware of, and the knowledge that you have. If that sounds like something you want to be a part of, if you want to learn more, head over to gregclunas.com slash apply. That's gregclunas.com slash apply. There are limited seats available. Uh, three, I believe, are taken already. So there's really only seven spots left. Uh, so if you want to have a shot at getting into that first sort of round of it, gregclunas.com slash apply right now and fill out the quick application. I'll see you there. In this episode, I sit down with Case Kenny to talk about perspectives that inspire. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big changes. episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I'm sitting down with the one, the only, Case Kenny. Case is the founder and uh, chief everything at a website and newsletter called Pursuit, where he shares daily emails filled with what he calls perspectives that inspire. The goal is to help people like you, people like me, those of us trying to reach for more in our lives, to just shift the way we look at the world ever so slightly, which will effectively have an effect on our day-to-day behavior, which you guys know I'm all about changing day-to-day behavior in order to create the things that you ultimately want. He's also the host of a newer podcast called New Mindset Who Dis, which I featured a few episodes back. So make sure you check that out. Uh, And all around, he's he's a good dude. He's somebody that has been in my circle for a little while now and seeing the stuff that he's done and and how much he's grown in that period of time, it's clear to me that his intentions for for helping the people in our community is 100% A+. So pumped to have you on, Case. How are you doing, man? I'm great, man. I appreciate that. That's a great intro. Uh, you should be my my personal hype man. But yeah, it's been uh, it's been great to be connected with you. I love uh, I love chatting with you. I think it's great how how closely we are aligned with kind of our mission. So yeah, I appreciate you. Thanks for having me on. Most definitely. Uh, so let's start here. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what you what what do you think pursuit is? What is it that in your mind you're trying to create? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm trying to create a, a means for people to be active in their self development. I think you know, so many people are active in you know keeping their mind fresh, staying up to date on the news, staying up to date on current events. There's all these kinds of newsletters and apps that will give you the top headlines that will curate your newsfeed for you, so that you don't miss anything in the world. And then you have things like you know the recent boom with uh, like meditation apps and Calm and Headspace and things like that. But then there really isn't anything in the middle, in my opinion, that helps expose you to new ideas and new perspectives and new ways to just maybe give you a catalyst for change. So that's what Pursuit does. It, you know, it provides perspectives that inspire 
um, via stories, stories that other people um, are kind enough to write, stories that I write. Um, you know, these are personal experiences, people, uh, you know, talking about what they've done, what they realize, what they've learned. And I just share that every day in the form of an email, kind of similar to the skim or any of those other newsletters. Um, but again, focused on self-development and only self-development. It's a broad term, of course, but it could be anything ranging from, you know, how to increase your self-confidence to how to understand and live your passion to how to remove frustration in your life to how to better your relationships, anything like that, anything that's focused on you, your happiness, your fulfillment. Um, that's what I'm all about. Um, I'm all about, you know, to your point, you know, taking small steps to make a big change in your life. And I think, you know, consuming the, that perspectives on a daily basis can do just that. So I'm really passionate uh, about doing that every day. Absolutely love that. Uh, so it, something I'm curious about hearing that, because uh, it's one of the big things that I'm passionate about is this idea of changing day to day behavior. And I think a lot of that comes from changing uh, how you think about the world, which then it comes from uh, the things you consume, right? And, and this idea that if you could surround yourself with uh, positive messages, action-oriented people, action-oriented content, uh, you would naturally take more action in your own life. Is that a, a viewpoint that you subscribe to as well? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean, for me, it doesn't need to always be like positive. I think we just like we need to force ourselves to consume things that get us thinking, that get us moving, that, you know, make us realize things. I think our tendency is to just be comfortable. It's so easy after work or during the day just to kick your feet up, watch Netflix, put on YouTube, get on your phone or whatever. That's easy, right? Um, yeah, it's, it's fun and interesting and it, and it makes you feel good, I suppose, but it doesn't help you move forward in any way. I think if you think about the biggest times in your life when you realize something that really profoundly impacted you or you decided to make a change for the better in your life, it came from something. Right. It came from uh, something that someone said to you. It came from you walking around and realizing and thinking it came from something. It came from an input. Right. I, you know, mm -hmm. you, you, what you put in your brain is what you what you get out in the world. You put garbage in, you're going to make garbage decisions, I always say. So I'm I've you know, I always say and I always say this on my podcast and in pursuit. But like my biggest fear in life is that of regret. Like I would hate to look back when I am, you know, 70, 80 and be like, man, I, I could have done all these things, but I didn't because I was fine with being comfortable. Like that's a big fear of mine, right? I'm not afraid of spiders or heights. I'm afraid of regret uh, <laughs> and I don't want that to happen. So I think the best way to address that is by just filling your head and your heart and your soul, whatever you want to call it with, just with perspective. And that could be good perspective. It could be bad perspective. It could be perspective from anyone. But I think the more that you, uh, you know, can surround yourself with and the more that you can ingest, you know, good things come from it. So then that brings me to being curious about uh, filtering, because there I mean, as a content creator yourself, you know, there are there's way too much content out there. And uh, there, especially in the personal development space, there's there are very few people saying anything that hasn't been said before. So why, in your point of view? Uh, should we, I mean, whether it's consuming this show or consuming your newsletter or your show or uh, any of the people that, that you and I sort of have in our circle, why, why should we be making an exception for anyone trying to create more content about similar things? 
Yeah, that's a good question, man. <laughs> uh, it's a tough question. I don't know. It's, I mean, I like, I, whenever people ask me like, why do I do what I do? Why do I have my own podcast? My response is always like, I don't want to be a life coach. I don't like that word. I think it's got bad stigma, but to your point, it's, there's so many people that are giving advice that are, you know, trying to motivate you. Like how many people, when I ask them, what do you want to do with your lives? And they say, I want to inspire others, right? It's a noble goal. It's great. I want to do that as well, but there's so many people doing it and there's so many agendas attached to it. You never really know if what you're getting is an unfiltered perspective or an unbiased piece of uh, advice. It's, it's tough, man. I think like, you know, I spend a lot of time on the internet. Uh, I do because in pursuit, I share a piece of content. And then I also usually share between two to three links to other articles that I think are valuable. And I do that every single day. So I read a lot of crap. Uh, and I think, uh, I don't know, man, I don't think I have a great answer for your question. I think a lot of times, you know, you know, you just need to have a good BS monitor. I think a lot of times people want to write self-development content, but they're writing for what they think people want to hear. My favorite kinds of articles are ones that are like, Hey, listen up, like idiot. Like, this is what you need to know. Like, mm. this is what I think. And it's totally contradictory to the, the line of, of thought. I like, there's a guy named Mark Manson, who's a great author, a great writer, great blogger. And a lot of his stuff just smacks you in the face. Cause it's so contrary to what everyone needs. Everyone else is saying, and everyone else is saying, Oh, to be happy, you need to find your passion and purpose. Mark Manson would be like, hey, forget that. You don't need to do that. This is the way you need to do it. Like, I love stuff like that. So mm-hmm. really, when I try to find people that I attach myself to or that I really, uh, you know, let that, in, you know, energize me, it's usually people who are saying things that I, I, I haven't heard before because to me, that's unique. It's a unique perspective. Uh, but otherwise, I think it just comes with time, man. I think, you know, you, you hear the same pieces of advice. I think you can tell if the person it's coming from is authentic. But I think my biggest thing, and this is a big reason that I started the whole perspective that inspires movement, is that perspective that inspires is derivative of experience. Like I always had this big beef with like Elite Daily and sites like that. Like they kind of started the idea of uh, giving life advice to millennials, right? Mm-hmm. But anytime you would open up their their site, it would be, 10 things you need to do to be happy. I'm like, oh, this might be a good article. Let me check it out. And then it's one, two, three, just things, right? And I'm like, yeah, okay, those points are cool. But like, you know what would be really cool is if you told me the things in your life that made you realize that. Like, that would be dope. And that would make me really believe in what you're saying. So everything that I look for when I'm either giving advice or taking advice is what were the experiences behind that? What were the actual perspectives that are, you know, you know, leading that realization? So for me, like when I do my podcast, yeah, I give advice. Right. But I'm always quick to say, hey, this is just for my experience. And my experience was this. So then I'll describe that experience. Um, I think, you know, myself, my peers, millennials, Gen Z, whoever, like we're all pretty skeptical. The Internet has made us skeptical. You know, if you want to believe in something, you need to know the person, you need to know what was behind that. So, you know, roundabout answer of saying, you know, you need to be you should be skeptical, but you should dive into the experiences. That's what gives like credence to someone's words. Love it. Um, and and I, I like that answer. And that's actually a really good segue to something I wanted to ask you. As someone who's basically a, a professional content consumer, as you are, uh, how would you, what, what advice would you give for, for someone who um, wants to sort of develop that BS meter for themselves based around the things that they value? 
Yeah. I mean, I think first and foremost, it's, it's, you just need to consume more, right? If you're only reading one to two articles a day, you're going to take those to heart, right? I think you need to consume as much as you can, um, at a rate that, you know, doesn't fatigue you. But I, I think it's all about just practice. Like, I like my my mom is in insane. She'll she'll read for seven, eight. She's retired. She'll read for, you know, eight hours a day and just consumes wow. everything. And she she is just so self-aware and aware of the world. I mean, granted, she's kind of distrusting at this point of people because she's read so much. But I think I think like just consuming you, you need more perspective. Like, how, how are you supposed to know what the world holds unless you experience more of it? So, yeah, I mean, I think to develop that, you just you I mean, certainly you need to like obviously analyze what they're actually telling you, try to look into their background and see if, you know, are they just a life coach trying to sell you a program, whatever. There's obviously warning signs and, and things like that. People like trying to link you to their site, to their blog, pushing an agenda. Mm-hmm. But I think most, most of all, it just comes from, you know, okay, this person said this, let me find something that says the opposite and then deciding for yourself what you want to take. Got it. And you mentioned uh, Mark Manson before. Do you have any other like go-to sources of self-development info? Yeah. Yeah. Mark Manson is great. I, I do like James Altucher a lot. Uh, he's kind of polarizing, but I think he does a really good job of, of uh, leaning on his experiences to give advice. Um, Darius Faroe is, is really awesome as well. I lean on his stuff How a do you lot. Spell that? Um, Darius, D-A-R-I-U-S. Uh, Faroe is F-O-R-O-U-X, I believe. Got it. Um, he writes a lot on his blog as well as Medium. Uh, but yeah, I, I, there's a lot of people that create great self development content that, you know, they aren't screaming it from the mountains. They're putting it on sites like Medium or Quora or their own blogs, their own email lists. You just kind of got to, you just got to dig. Support for this episode comes from Grove Collaborative. Grove is the best place to discover all natural home products and have them delivered straight to your door. I recently got an order from them and because it was a great opportunity to try some new products, I kind of went a little crazy. Honestly, it was so easy. Their website experience is amazing and I felt confident that every product I was looking into would be good for me, my home, and the environment. Quick side note, my new favorite product is the Mrs. Myers Lemon Verbena dish soap, which you can get on Grove. So that's a uh, nice little bonus. It, frankly, it just smells amazing. It, it reminds me of being out in nature, and it cuts through grease like nothing else I've ever used. So if you're ready to give natural products a try, head over to www.grove.co slash tinyleaps to receive a free $30 Mrs. Myers kit, a free bonus gift, and a two-month VIP membership. That's www.grove.co co slash tiny leaps support for this episode comes from hungry root hungry root is the easiest way to try new foods or just save some time preparing meals all while eating healthy whole foods you can get excited about I got a box from Hungry Root recently, and how was I impressed? First of all, the box was filled to the top with awesome snacks and fresh foods. It comes with this awesome little recipe booklet that shows you exactly how to make each meal in as little time as possible. And, and this is a big part for me, the food tastes amazing. And the best part, everything is made from plant-based whole foods. So you know that you're going to walk away feeling amazing, happy, healthy, full, and ready to take on the world. If you want to give it a shot, and I highly, highly recommend that you do, head over to www.hungryroot.com and enter Tiny Leaps at checkout. 
When you do, you'll save $25 on each of your first two orders. That's a $50 savings overall. So all you have to do is enter Tiny Leaps at checkout, head over to www.hungryroot.com and enter Tiny Leaps at checkout. So let's transition a little bit here. Uh, What has been your favorite sort of like perspective from your own life over the last, I don't know, let's limit it to five years. Yeah. Favorite perspective. Um, it's a good question. I mean, I think or, for or me, let me, let me expand on it just a little bit. Or yeah. if, uh, if a specific perspective doesn't come to mind, uh, sort of like a, a, a moment that led to, to shifting you the way you think about something. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I will say, I was just writing this down like 10 minutes before we started checking because I'm recording a podcast and I'm talking about it. But um, one of the things that happened to me like four years ago was when I first started a job at this uh, ad tech company. I was an account executive. I was tasked with selling, right? So I go in, it's like my second week. Um, I'm in charge of this meeting uh, with one of our big agency clients. So there's like 20 people on the agency side. It's a big meeting. We're supposed to go in and present and close the deal. Uh, I go to the meeting. I bring my boss. I bring my boss's boss. It's understood that I would just do intros and then pass it off to everyone else because I'm, I'm junior. I don't know the pitch. Anyway, I do intros. We we start, get into it. And then, you know, my VP says, all right, now Case is going to take you through uh, the presentation. Uh, <laughs> from there, it was a series of, of very painful and embarrassing mutterings and mumblings and sweating. And it just really, really, really bad. I always talk about that experience because I've never bombed like that before, but like that perspective from that has fueled so many things in my life. One from a business perspective, like I know what it's like to fail in a meeting and it's never happened again. I love meetings. I crush meetings. I do really well in meetings. Um, but like, it's really taught me the value that experiences like that, the perspective that something like that can bring into your life. You know, I don't want to be that guy who's like, Oh, you need to embrace failure and, and discomfort. But, uh, like, those kinds of perspectives, like being rejected, being said no to, failing in that meeting, like those have been the strongest like one-on-one personal mm-hmm. experiences that I've had like directly to me, not like a story necessarily. But like that was so powerful in my life. Like I was like that. I mean, that was like literally five years ago, I guess at this point. Like I wasn't that confident in myself. Now I'm very confident in myself. And I think a lot of it has come from experiences like mm-hmm. that where I just sucked and it was so uncomfortable um, and now I like, you know, I'm really not afraid of, of messing up at all in any scenario, really. Yeah, I'll get nervous. Sure. But like perspective like that is, has been really, really powerful uh, in my life. That makes a lot of sense. And I mean, it you, you can't know what to avoid until you taste it. Right. Yep. Yep. I think, yeah, there's a, you know, a quote from Steve Jobs. It's like you can only connect the dots looking back, not forward. Yeah, so like love that. you can be apprehensive about a lot of things but it's like you you need experiences like that like it's why it drives me crazy when i'm people i'm like oh what did you do after work today and like ah netflix cook dinner whatever like that's cool man like that's awesome but like put something in your brain that gives you a little bit of a challenge that might lead to something that might lead to an opportunity to fail or win or succeed or whatever like to me like that's so much more powerful um because you can look back and really understand the role that 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 you know played in your life so in the last four years, uh, so let's let's include the period of time where uh, Pursuit was a blog. Um, yep. Have you gotten much feedback of of people who've actually changed the way that they think about something, uh, in, whether in in as a direct result or in part because of something you helped 
uh, put into the world? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I want to stay humble here, but I get I get a lot of emails and a lot of outreach and a lot of DMs of, of people who, you know, say the content really mm-hmm. resonates with them. And obviously it's not due to me. I syndicate a lot of content, right? I publish a lot of authors in the newsletter, but I'm really good at curating it, right? Understanding what I think is impactful. But yeah, it's 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 been pretty nuts. It really, obviously, as an entrepreneur, like it really validates my mm-hmm. idea. But as a human being with a purpose and a passion, I love it, right? I love that outreach that, you know, reading something can spark something in their life. But it also has really made me realize that there's a lot of commonality between people. Like when you th- or think you're alone struggling with an issue, like I guarantee you it's not true. Like there are very few experiences that are unique in this world anymore, just given the size of the world and kind of what we're dealing with. Like chances are there's someone else that's struggling with it. And, if, you know, you could pick up a perspective some, from someone, even if it's just slightly related, it, it can be really, really, really powerful. Um, I mean, I, I have been like incredibly humbled sometimes by the outreach, like almost to the point where like I like should not be responding. Like I've had people reach out to me to say me like they were thinking about ending their lives and they read this piece mm-hmm. and then blah, blah, blah. And like, obviously I tread very carefully there. Um, but like it, it's, you know, it just really, uh, you know, <laughs> makes it very clear that perspective in any format, whether that's a podcast or an Instagram video or an email, like it could have its intended impact. Yeah. And, and so the reason uh, full disclosure, the reason I put you in this sort of uncomfortable place of bragging a little bit is uh, I know for a fact, and I know this because just in the last month or so, I've spoken to these people on the phone. There are a ton of people who listen to this show, who have been listening for the full two years that I've been hosting it. And they have a, a unique life experience. They have uh, a something that they now want to share with others in hopes of helping them. And I think it's important not only to see that it's possible to have the work you put out actually have an effect, which is why I had you share that. But what I want to know now is why do you think it's working? Like, why did this click? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I mean, I think... Honestly, I think it's just because that's the way our, our minds are wired. I think a lot of times we, we, you know, we internalize a lot of our feelings. We, um, we kind of, uh, toss them aside. We don't validate our own feelings and emotions. Like I'm like, to me, I'm not a very emotional guy. I'm like working on that, like communication and everything like that. I tend to kind of avoid my feelings sometimes, but like, I think everyone does that, but I think, you know, reading a story, hearing a perspective, hearing someone else write on something that you have invalidated because you think, ah, this is silly. Why am I upset about this? Why am I bothered by this? Why am I whatevered by this? I think people tend to do that, but all it takes is a, is a simple strike of commonality between someone else. And you're like, wow, you know, th- this isn't something I'm alone in. This person did this, this person had this reaction. Why can't I too? And it just, you know, it just creates this string of events that can take you anywhere. But most of all, it takes you out of that state stagnancy where you're just dealing with it. Right. Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot of different ways I can answer that, but I think that, I think that's a big, I think that's a big one. We tend to not always listen to ourselves because we don't understand the role that it's playing in our lives or the role that it's playing in other people's lives. And once you kind of connect those dots, it, you know, it could take you in a lot of different directions if you act on it. Yeah. And so what I'm hearing is, um, when you, when you have the chance as your readers do, to see this exact thing that you've been struggling with, whether you know it or not, sort of read back to you or, or written out in front of you, uh, 
it helps it sort of click for you. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, you know, I'm a business person. I'm an entrepreneur. Like a lot of the, you know, companies and successful entrepreneurs, like they don't create things from scratch. They, they read something in a magazine. They saw something in a blog. They saw something on CNBC and like, Hey, that's kind of cool. Let me, let me, let me run with that. Let me put my own spin on that. And then they created something from there and they create massive companies. I think it's the same thing with self-development, right? You expose yourself to ideas that other people have. You find some commonality with it. You put your own spin on it and you're off to the races. It's like, you know, you don't have to recreate the wheel, but all it takes is putting an idea in your head, finding some kind of commonality or some kind of interest in it or some kind of parallel path to it and then moving with it. I think there's a lot of commonalities there. So what would be your number one piece of advice for the aspiring creator listening to this who has something that they they've navigated themselves, whether it's getting out of debt or recovering from trauma or uh getting the coming back from the the brink of poverty like they they have this experience that they've been able to navigate and now they want to help other people navigate it what would be your number one piece of advice for that person to start getting out yeah i mean i think you have to embrace that i mean certainly i think i think of humbly so again i think a big reason that people have gravitated towards my content whether it's pursuit or the podcast is because i say it a lot i say hey i'm not a life coach here's why I think I'm somewhat qualified to talk on these subjects. And that's all I'm going to talk about. If I talk outside of that, I'm going to address the fact that I don't really know what I'm talking about, but I think I have some ideas. Like I'm very real with that. And I, cause I think a lot like self-development or self-development creators, again, no disrespect to anyone, but I think a lot of the times, you know, people think of guys in suits or like Tony Robbins esque big lecturers in sports coats. Like to me, I don't like that. I want to be relatable. I'm like, I'm case. I'm a dude. I'm 30. I'm pretty chill. I'll say real, I'll say weird things. I'll say, Oh, that's lit fam. Like I'll wear ripped jeans and I'll go to the club. Like I'm just a, a guy who's, you know, been fortunate to make a lot of great connections, learn from a lot of great people and then live those things out of my life. But like beyond that, I don't claim to know anything else. And I think if you're looking to be a content creator in this space, you need to lean on the one, the two, the three things that you've experienced in your life that have been pivotal, lean on those as foundational and then address the other things as something that you have thoughts on. But, you know, you don't take the advice or don't. You can't speak unilaterally to them. And I think that resonates with a lot of people. I, you know, again, humbly so people reach out to me and say, oh, you seem real, like you seem authentic. Uh, and uh, that's what I'm going for. And I think a lot of people, again, to our conversation earlier, they're trying to spit out content that fills a certain expectation or that follows a, an expected path. And when you do that, people can detect the BS from a while away. So just lean on the personal experiences they have in your life, you know, be transparent in them. Like, Hey, this is, I learned this. So I'm saying this, anything beyond that, here's some ideas, but you know, I'm still learning myself. Mm. I think, I think that goes a long way. Absolutely. Um, Let's transition here as we sort of come up towards the the end of this. Uh, you mentioned before that uh, you, or maybe maybe you never uh, sort of fully mentioned it, uh, but you're still working full time, correct? Correct. Uh, and you're publishing a daily newsletter uh, that's going out to. Yep. Did you say a hundred thousand? Yeah, it's over a hundred thousand. You're hosting a weekly podcast or multiple times a week? Uh, twice a week. Yep. Twice a week. Um, I'd, I'd love to, to pick your brain on productivity and, and uh, energy management specifically. Uh, how are you finding 
or let's start here. How is that possible? How are you doing as much it's, as you're doing? Yeah. It's, it's easy, man. I like, I, again, like I think I, I, I work very quickly. I definitely make mistakes here and there. So that I'm definitely not perfect, but I like, I think people underestimate how much free time they have. Honestly, like I'm fortunate with my day job um, that, you know, it's I don't work more than 50 hours a week. Generally speaking, sometimes I have nighttime engagements where I'll take clients out or anything like that. But excluding that, I'll get back to my apartment in Chicago by six o'clock. I'll have eaten by six thirty. And then I've got from six thirty until I stay up until probably one to work. That's a long time. And I still manage in that time. I go to the gym. That's an hour and a half walking included. I'll eat something after that. That's another 10 minutes. Um, sometimes I'll read like there's so much time in your day. Like I don't, I don't have a productivity schedule. I don't have an app or anything that I do. I just know the things that I need to get done and I get them done. If I don't get it done at night, I'll get up in the morning. It's like, it's become part of my lifestyle. We're creating content for pursuit, something I've done every single day for four years. So there's no, there's no like, uh, I guess I won't publish today. Like I'm going to do it one because I love doing it, but two, uh, you know, it's, it's like brushing my teeth. Like it's something that I, that I do. And I know that's not easy for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. but I've, I've found yeah, a way so to do it because I, I want point, to, uh, because I mean, it, it, it sounds like, I mean, I, I completely agree with you. There is a lot more time in the day than we realize. Um, but there is a big question of energy management, right? So you, you can have mm-hmm. a million hours in the day and only, have to do stuff for eight. But if you're drained for the rest of that time, you're still not going to get anything done. So have you ever run into an issue where you get home at six, maybe you eat, maybe you go to the uh, gym, but you're just wiped. Maybe it's a particularly tough day. Like how, how do you navigate that? Yeah, that's a good point. All the time, man. That happens to me all the time. I'm pretty in touch with Myself from a fatigue standpoint, certainly physically, but I also know when I, I just don't have the energy or the enthusiasm to create content. Um, and I, I won't, I will take the night off and I'll get up at, you know, call it six 30 and get it done in the morning and then go to my day job. I'll, I'll, I'll just pivot. But I, I think that's a good point. I honestly, I did a podcast the other day about, you know, getting so overwhelmed with that and like having a sense of guilt, like, man, okay, I've got six free hours tonight. Um, I should be using all six hours to put towards my side hustle, to put towards my content creation, because otherwise, you know, I'm not working towards my goal. I've got this goal here. I want to hit a hundred thousand downloads an episode. I'm not working towards that. I feel guilty. I feel shame in myself. I think, uh, you know, along with the psychological, you know, uh, you know, pressure that, you know, creating content, being an entrepreneur, anything like that puts on you. I think you really need to take a step back and just listen to yourself. Like, I, I like, I like to take walks in Chicago. Some people think that's weird. I think it's great. Like I like to just get out and walk and not have my phone or headphones in and just like listen and experience. Cause I think so often I'm so absorbed in all my, my social metrics and the metrics for the email and sending the email and writing the email and doing everything. It just absorbs me. So I think we really need to listen to ourselves, certainly from a fatigue standpoint and energy management standpoint, but more so from just like a freaking enjoy life perspective. Like, you know, I, I was like the other day I had this exact conversation with my business partner. I was like, I'm working so hard on this right now. I'm not enjoying myself. And I was like, I need to take a step back and just go, 
you know, not work on this for 48 hours and just go out, go outside. And I, I'm getting a lot better. I'm certainly it's a challenge for me, but I think, you know, any advice I can give is to try to get ahead of that and be as proactive as you can so that you don't find yourself in a scenario where you're burned out and need to rest up to get back to your equilibrium. Makes sense. Um, absolutely love that. I mean, I, I think that's what I've found for myself as well. Uh, I, I'm not as productive as I, I think you are from, from everything that you do, but, uh, definitely, definitely have found that listening to myself is the number one thing that, that I can do as well. Uh, so with that said case, uh, this has been an awesome interview. I'm pumped to hear from the listeners about what piece of this they found the most valuable. So wherever you're listening to this, when you have a moment, find me on Instagram at Greg Clunas, send me a DM, let me know what you loved about the episode and uh, find case on Instagram as well. What is it? Case.Kenny. Yep. At case.Kenny. So at case.Kenny, find him, send him a DM. Uh, I'd like you to absolutely blow up his DMS because it, that sounds like it would be a fun thing to do. Uh, so, Case, is, where, where else can we connect with you? Where can we sign up for the newsletter? Where can we listen to the podcast? Like, Give us all the details. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, Instagram's the best way if you want to just like chat. If you want to get the email, it's pursuit.com, P-R-S-U-I-T.com. Just throw in your email. Uh, you'll get a welcome email, and then you'll be off to the races. Uh, the podcast is New Mindset Who Dis. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's on Google Play. It's pretty much everywhere. You can just Google it. You'll find it. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there. But yeah, if you ever want to communicate, Instagram is probably the best. I'm kind of glued to that thing. So beautiful. For it. Case, you. thank you so much for sharing your perspectives that inspire. This was definitely inspirational and something that I'm walking away from with, with a ton to take action on. Uh, to you guys, the listeners, really appreciate, as always, you sharing your time with me. Uh, week after week, it blows my mind that you show up. And, and as long as you show up, I'm going to be here. So I uh, really, really appreciate you. Thank you so much for taking the time to spend it uh, with Case and I. If you haven't already, click that subscribe button wherever you're listening. If you're on iTunes, definitely click that subscribe button. That's the most important thing in the world and the best way to just let me know that you're digging the content. If you are listening on YouTube or if you're on IGTV or any of the millions of platforms that now exist, click follow, subscribe, whatever the thing is there. And with all of that said, I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for listening. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day. Every day. Every day.